0: From the PSIA ASI Studios in Lakewood, Colorado, I'm George Thomas. You're listening to First Chair, and today we're going to be talking about Pilates and skiing, or let's say Pilates and sliding on snow, with Jessica Roberts and Ryan Christofferson. Jessica, Ryan, thanks very much for taking the time to chat with us. Yeah,
1: thanks for having us today. Yeah, thank
0: you. You know, and I always like to clarify that, too, because, I mean, Pilates, while it's amazing for skiing. I think it's great for snowboarding as well. Would you agree?
1: Oh yeah, definitely great for both sports.
0: So, I'm really interested in this because I got hurt extremely badly back in 2014 and I came back with it's called postural postural restoration physical therapy, which is a combination of physical therapy and pilates, and I actually brought that into my teaching. So, what do you do to really see the benefit of working out with Pilates and sliding on snow, Jessica?
1: Um, well, Pilates is a great way to just also balance out the body and work on your alignment and form. You know, a lot of us, you know, we sit all day long and then we go out onto the mountain and we go skiing and we almost, you know, basically sit in that forward body position still. So, you know, for doing exercises like Pilates which was designed to help you know correct your alignment it will be it's a nice way to just create balance in the body and you know realign your joints Ryan Uh, that's exactly
2: what I how I got into it was similar to you I had an injury Um, it was uh, bulging discs in the low spine and it, I found out it was from overstrengthening quads and like hamstrings, and so a lot of pulling on the back. And when I was going through PT and things were starting to feel good, my doctor recommended Pilates. And as I've gotten into it, um, I you know I don't have all the technical information that Jessica has, but it, it's. I've found ways to make sure that I'm, I'm strengthening the opposite parts of the body that I spend all day flexing while I'm skiing.
0: You know, it's funny to me, I use some exercises when I've gotten all day privates and I'll take people out and have them lay down on a picnic table or something and do some little exercises that just kind of get them tuned in to movement patterns and firing some muscles that maybe they haven't been. Um, what do you think of that, Jessica? Yeah, I think that's a great
1: idea. A lot of times we're not always fully connected with our bodies, and by doing those exercises, it's a great way to prepare you before you go out on the mountain, you know, when you're more dynamic and
0: moving through the snow. And Ryan, you you hear so much about, okay, it's preseason, let's, you know, get into our ski and snowboard exercises. It's really something you should be doing year-round. Would you agree? 100%.
2: um, You know, like you were mentioning and Jessica was talking about like connecting ourselves to the movements. Like, you know, I mean, we always focus on trying to get stronger for ski season. Like how can I last all day, build up the endurance. But I mean, really for those of us that are in the, you know, the instruction side of it, being able to connect what I want my body to do while moving and actually making that happen. You know, like we, you know, I think I'm doing one thing, but maybe I'm, slightly off um that's where going through and doing some pilates exercises and training and rehab has I've actually become
0: more precise with my skiing uh while I'm out on the hill and Jessica I'd really like for you to talk about this but I feel like you've said balance the body and mm-hmm. we talk about you know having a strong side and let's really work on the weaker side but I think unless we get specific the strong side, we still use that to cheat and help the weaker side move. How can we really find that balance?
1: And I think we can find that balance by, you know, creating a well-balanced program. A lot of times, you know, we think we need to work the core more and we just need to do a whole bunch of crunches, which we're essentially just putting our body more in that flex state which we live in in general as a society, but we also live in that position as we're out on the mountain being as well so if we're working to you know um, work to balance the body by strengthening your core, glutes, hamstrings you know giving that focus to the back body which is going to also help create more stability and mobility within the body and prepare us for those unexpected
0: moments that we're going to experience when we're out on the mountain. And Ryan I would think you would find this extremely valuable in freestyle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, I mean, it's,
2: you know, I mean, freestyle is fun because, you know, I mean, it challenges us to, to push the boundaries of, of what, you know, I mean, skis were designed to do. Um, but I, I definitely find myself um, at one extreme, you know, we talk about the fundamentals moving along the length of the ski and, and stuff like that. Um, but you know, when we get into freestyle now, I'm, I'm, I'm focused on like getting all the way to the tips of my skis and I'm, I'm creating like some sort of butter maneuver, which is a lot of work on, you know, other parts of the body. You know, we talk a lot about, you know, flexion and extension when we're skiing, but that extension move is always a controlled extension. It's still actually tightening of the muscles. Whereas like when I'm buttering, like there's times where I'm, I'm, getting longer than I had planned and and having that that strength there uh, in areas where I wouldn't normally think to train definitely helps out.
0: Now, Jessica, it takes a lot of work to become a certified Pilates instructor. Uh, I know you have some articles, and where can we find out some information from you? I I know, again, you've got some articles printed on uh, the web, and I think you and Ryan also have some videos.
1: Yeah, we do have a training um series that we put together to balance out the body which is um three days we actually have a few extra ones because we have moved on to the TRX as well but we have some basic body moves that anyone can do no equipment on the mat along with using you know simple tools like a theraband to help stretch and mobilize the body and foam rolling just to help release the body and kind of open up and get that blood flowing um you can find that at um the blog at clubplates.com. We have a winter sports snowboard for snowboard, snowboarding and skiing. Um, but it's a series they could do pretty much anywhere. Um, and if you want to, you know, take it to the next level, you can always hop in for a, a full Pilates class as well.
0: Now wait a minute. I can do Pilates without one of those amazing machines? Yeah, I mean the machines <laughs> are amazing and I you know they one of the great benefits of
1: being on a reformer is that it helps to put your body into the correct alignment and you also have a way to create resistance training through the springs. but you know Pilates is also done on the mat so there's a bunch of different mat exercises you can do you know before you head out onto the mountain for the day um, to set your body up for for
0: success. Now, Ryan how often do you work in your Pilates regimen uh, throughout your training?
2: Exercises that I do regularly um, that I've learned through Pilates that I take everywhere with me. Uh, so when I'm on the road, and again back to the mat side of things, like I travel with a foam roller and a lacrosse ball, and every every hotel room has a floor, so uh, I'm able to get you know the uh, the ones that I find I need the most to be able to um, like start my day so that I know that I'll be strong throughout the day, and then at the end of the day, just make sure that I'm nice and balanced. But, uh, I, I would like to spend more time on the reformer, especially since like Jessica was mentioning that, um, it it helps with the stabilization side of things. And and that's something, you know, where, when you're on that, that machine, you can
0: really start to focus on individual movements and, and developing those patterns. So I would like to do that more. Now Ryan in almost 10 years of podcasting and all my years in radio that is the best line I've ever heard. Every motel room has a floor. <laughs> yep. <laughs> it's always there for you. <laughs> but but I don't would you really want to lay down on that carpet? <laughs> you gotta get a towel. Get a towel. <laughs> yeah. Get some extra towel. <laughs> so Jessica, anything you'd like to say in conclusion?
1: Um, I would definitely say go try a Pilates class, work with an instructor, especially if you're either new to movement or new to Pilates, because that's going to be a great way to um, refine your movements as along with checking out, you know, the at-home program that we've created. Um, But if you have a club Pilates studio in your area, you can definitely go take one of those. They have beginner level intro classes along with um, classes that are going to further build your strength. Like our cardio Where you can actually jump laying down on the reformer to build, you know, more dynamic patterns along with TRX suspension Um, which is done in combination with
0: the reformer and some foam rolling classes. And Ryan, kind of along those same lines, I just like your input on, you know, as instructors, we're always really looking for more learning, but it can be intimidating to join a class with something if you're a beginner and just feel like, oh, my gosh, I'm really feeling out of place here. How can we motivate ourselves to get out there and uh, start doing something that maybe we haven't tried before? Uh,
2: I would first say like that feeling is good. Like we as instructors, like we need to remember that, you know, I mean, most of us in this industry, we're actually lifelong learners, you know, continuing education is a big part of what we're doing. And if we're not putting ourselves outside of our comfort zone, um, one, we're probably not growing, but it's, it's a nice reminder of what our guests go through when they show up to the mountain for a first time lesson, you know, or if it's an experienced person that's never been to that mountain before, you know? So, I mean, I, I think it's a, a humbling reminder that we should all go through as often as possible to, you know, remember what it's like to be uncomfortable and to try
0: something new and, um, but know that it's going to be good for you and it, it's going to help you progress. Well, Ryan, Jessica, I sure appreciate you taking the time to visit with us on First Chair. From the PSIA A- ASI Studios in Lakewood, Colorado, I'm George Thomas.